should moms be encouraging their sons to eat pussy? You know what I mean? <laughs> and and my underlying thought there is no no no. Listen listen. <laughs> my underlying thought is I feel like we I'm talk sorry, about what? no. It's 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 deeper than what I'm saying. It's deeper than what I'm saying. So. <laughs> Got, that nigga Alpha looks so ashamed and disappointed. I think he knows where you're going. And I'm still going to say that I think that it's a conversation <laughs> nobody needs to have with their kids. No, nah, okay. So you pre, ahead, you pretty disagreeing with me? All right. Um, yeah, I am. But okay, okay, I, okay. I, I think your I think your heart's in the right place. So go ahead. See, that's a red flag. <laughs> It's a red flag. Because they had been in mm. therapy together. They went to couples okay. therapy. And, but Nate is still a piece of shit. Because, like, the way that he hijacked what you call his moment. Damn it. What's what's the old boy name Nate? that's with Alexis again? Oh, okay. uh, Hunter, yeah. Thank you. How Nate hijacked Hunter and Alexis' moment with that bullshit proposal that he did. Just to I keep Warren from shit. choosing another nigga. <laughs> I understand Hunter doing that. Oh, sorry, not Hunter. Nate doing that in a certain context. But, like... Bruh, you was trying to get with Shanice a second ago, dog. And then when she rejected you and chose Zay, then you tried to get with uh Madeline, even yeah, though she he, had already picked somebody else. He said, I'm going to choose you. Mm. A minute before he fucking proposed to what you call it. All right, boom, straight into it. Welcome, everybody, to Waving the Red Flag, the number one uh, dating and uh, reality TV podcast in the universe. It's your boy, Eddie. It's Josh. It's Alvin. Um, Yo, how are y'all... Uh, doing the the birds and the bees conversation with your kids. Have y'all planned that out already? No, no, I, I'm no, I haven't. But I know it's going to be funny though. Okay, you trying to plan it's it in a way funny. that it's entertaining to you? Oh, it's going to be. If nothing else, it's going to be entertaining for me. Okay, <laughs> it's probably going to be talking like ban- bananas and donuts kind of a situation, or like anatomical models. What are we doing? No, nah, we're not doing Down the, the whole models. It depends on how it depends on how early how early in their age it comes up. Like, if they ask me questions, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to go all like, okay, well, little Susie, you got a vagina. Derek, that you know, Derek, little Derek that you like has a penis. And one day that penis is going to go into your vagina. So you better be ready. Like, I'm not going to go that deep into it. Okay. My thing is that, like, I remember when I when I knew what sex was, like, mechanically. Yes. And it was it was way earlier than a parent would have assumed that I needed that talk. So by the time somebody's going right. to have a mechanical conversation to me about it, I already like knew what that shit was. So like my conversations that I thought were beneficial about sex were not mechanical conversations and like, oh, you're a boy. And like, I know you like girls uh, because you talk about girls and shit. Okay. And like you have a penis and they have a vagina. That that was completely like that was completely, you know, rudimentary shit to me by like the time I was like nine. Some summer of camp, course, of course. Summer camp, like no when I was mother, eight I years actually old, know all like, about the clitoris. <laughs> no, like some, no, not even, not even that kind of shit. Like summertime when I was in camp, like niggas was like getting like hand jobs in the woods and shit. You know what I'm saying? That's like, like behind easy the at nine. Yeah, like niggas was getting like was filling up girls and shit. So like mechanically, like we were we were already like exploring and shit like that. And I don't know if that was just like some hood camp best friends south southeast Atlanta type shit. But the conversations that I had with my sister later on like high school and shit was more like the consequences of having unprotected sex and you know like what what that means in terms of like the the relationship status and like how do you want to like have sex like responsibly from an emotional standpoint from a financial Mm -hmm. standpoint from a health standpoint 
as an adult, like moving through the world, like those are the kind of conversations that I thought were beneficial. And I think those conversations mm. are kind of easy to have if you're having them with like a 14 year old older kid. Like yeah. that, like that's not that's not a hard conversation. I definitely want to get into that, but I also don't want to roll past that prepubescent children were getting hand jobs in the forest at summer camp. Is that what was going on? Hey man, these kids is fucking. I, I I wasn't not at not like, my dick didn't do anything. I didn't have any hair bro, on my penis. I, right, I don't bro, even think like, I get an erection at nine. So like when I was in when I was in camp and I and I used to love camp because I I credit camp with like I wish or do I with like getting me um acc- acclimated to to niggerdom quite frankly because like I was I was very much uh, a kid that was in the books and like all that stuff but like camp yeah. introduced me to like sports and like true listening same. to rap music and like all that kind of shit it got it got me same. out of my shell quite a bit so from ages eight to eleven. The shit that was going on at fucking camp that literally was like a mile away from my house. This was at like a recreation center, and um, but it was a, it was a over like a sleep sleep away camp, like overnight. No, camp. it was a, it was it was a, it was a day camp, and like there okay. there is like there there are nature trails and all that kind of shit. But like niggas was playing hide and go get, like mm, niggas was like doing it. shit in the in the in the pool because we used to have these What's massive pool get? days. Is that is that is that hide and seek? But fucking, why do y'all both know what that hunching. is? I never heard of that. It was it was usually hunching. Hunching. Which is dry humping, essentially. Is that right? Yes. God damn, yes. Eddie. Okay. I, man, y'all was living. I, <laughs> shit, I'm a goddamn and dork, man. And, what the fuck? Because I, so like, I went to all kind of camps, bro. And I that went is to all kind dry. of camps. I didn't, I, I didn't get no type of play. What are we doing? I did, I did a, a, a school rendition of The Wiz at camp, and mm. I did zip lining. I didn't get no type of pussy. So like I'm not I don't I'm know gonna, what I'm that was. Leave, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna leave you out there like that. So like I wasn't I wasn't getting a particular amount of play. Um, Were you getting camp. a non-zero amount of play though? I was getting a non-zero amount, but it was like niggas that were like had them like wall to wall at like eleven and shit. Um, and I was That's like crazy. There may be there may be like the one quiet girl that was like kind of into me. Um, okay, but, but still my whole a little vernacular though. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah. because that's but what my, I'm tripping up. I'm like, damn, bro. Yeah, it's like people are having these conversations all like birds and bees with like kids. And I'm like, all these kids in elementary school, they have cell phones and shit now. Like, true. I true, think the true, game is a little true. different, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying don't have the conversation. I'm just saying like the dynamics of what that conversation looks like and yeah. how early you should have it, I think is a lot different in 2022 than it was even, even in the early 2000s. You know what I'm saying? Like when I was growing up and shit, you know what I mean? Like, so, I mean, from what you're telling me, that the, the timeline was is, I mean, fuck you. You should be talking to him at birth because if you're saying at nine with no technology, y'all was fucking jerking dicks in the yeah, forest. We did not fucking have we did not fucking have cell phones when I was now. Not, I'm not, assuming, that wasn't I mean, thing. but that might make them less sexual. I mean, we don't know. It seems like there's some counterintuitive relationships with some of that stuff where it doesn't like the like alpha gen kids aren't going to be maybe as sexual as we thought or because I, I definitely wouldn't think. Okay, cool. My daughter is in third grade now she's probably giving little boys hand jobs i should probably start having a conversation with her about the consequences of that or are we really are we are we supposed to be coaching our daughters and you know the significance of that at nine and ten is that i can totally see you doing that yeah. but i mean that that's that because the alternative is just letting her free form and I, I don't. And let me clarify what I'm saying. I'm not saying thank coaching you. her to do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying. <laughs> thank you. Because the alternative. I thought I was gonna have to jump in here. God damn. Because the alternative to to everyone see later free form. It just it should just be out here giving terrible hand jobs. And no God, daughter man. of mine. <laughs> 
That's not what I mean, but I understand entirely how it came across like that. I don't mean like coaching her to be like better at hand jobs. I just meant should I be having a conversation about what the role of that will be in her life? Should she continue to do it? Should she be careful about who she does that with? Should she stop doing like? Should she progress to doing other things with people? Is she thinking about exploring that? Should I have any of those conversations with my third grade daughter? Because that seems to be the implication from what you're saying. And if I don't do that, then what I'm saying is she's just going to do whatever the fuck she and the people who are around her lead her towards. And that seems like a worse alternative. I think I think that a lot of it comes from knowing your child and having an open okay. and honest conversation about who your child is, where they are in their development, having an open door policy and letting them be comfortable enough to ask you questions when they have concerns. Mm. Um, because everybody's okay. child is going to be a little bit different. Like for, for, sure. for example, my nephews were on a completely different like growth trajectory to me. Like they, they were not going to fucking day camps where like kids were fucking hunching and shit at 11. It was just a completely different thing. So, or, or, you know, um, my father famously tried to have like a birds and the bees talk with me when like I was. It, it was comical. Like I, I may have been 16 mm. and I was like, Pops, oh. you've, I was yeah. like, Pops, you have I, I've, no I've idea done how late you, babe. Like, come on. You have no <laughs> idea how fucking late you are to this, com- to this game, man. Like I get, I get what you're I have trying plan to do. B in my pocket right now. Like, I've had more pussy than you have <laughs> already, Pops. I'm sorry, That's buddy. Wild. You're too late. That's wild to say to your Pops. Father, I get more pussy than you, big dog. This right. is I should be telling you about this. Like right. I don't even Daddy, know you ain't even got no bitches. Words. Come on now. <laughs> what you gonna tell Come me? on now. Do you even know what reverse cowgirl is? Like you don't even know what's going on out here in these streets. Daddy, you ain't even you ain't never you ain't never get the Amazon position did on your huh, daddy, huh? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You, you ever been pegged before? I ain't think so. Mm-hmm. You got a ball gag? I do. Let me talk about <laughs> those birds and those bees. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Uh, that that does seem comical. This I think there's something really it, like it's kind of sweet but kind of comical like you said when a parent is like like when when the math homework gets too complicated for the parent to actually help you and and their mm-hmm. job becomes guiding you in something that you're actually more competent than them on and it's just interesting that at 16 it's like bro you're i understand you want to play the role of father but you're so far behind where i'm at that for me to take lessons from you would be a step backwards on this particular topic so it's yeah, it's kind of sad it's like oh shit my 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 kids not only are they grown up, they're grown beyond me, you know? Because, yeah. I mean, yeah. just because they might be a little bit late on the conversation, of course, like, we, there's still something that we could probably learn from the elders within For, that same realm. You think so? Like yeah. I told you, my, me and my sisters, our conversation, well, literally just my older sister. Like, I don't think I've See, ever. See, I think that's different, yeah. Yeah, like, that was that was a conversation where it was literally, like, you know, what is what does this mean for you, like, emotionally? Like, is it just mechanical for you? Mm. You know, like, are you being safe? Are you practicing, like, good health and hygiene when you're doing mm. this? Like, you know, what is it going to look like, you know, you know, when you're when you're in your 20s and things start getting a little bit more serious or if you're in a serious mm. relationship? Like, it was it was a much more holistic conversation that I felt was much more helpful than, like, yeah, you know, so, like, sometimes, yeah. you know, sometimes, you know, you're going to find a, a person that you like. I, I don't know that older people necessarily do have something to contribute to your sex life at that point. And I, I, don't, I, don't know your, I don't know your dad and I don't know where he was in that conversation, but I could just imagine an older man from a previous generation with a particular experience of what sexuality was. And when I think about 
when I think about where older niggas were, just in regards to like feminine pleasure and emotional intelligence, I'm like, I I don't know if a man of that generation would have anything to contribute to you once you've already gotten past that early mechanical stage. I think the only real solid piece of advice <coughs> that they could maybe give is like, be careful in the relationships, but how to be careful. I, I don't think, I think they probably don't have anything to contribute there. I think that's, I think that's very close minded. My good sir. Okay. Could be, could I'm be. To you. I think that's okay. very close minded because like, just because they came from a different generation doesn't mean that every single one of these, these no, men, no, I'm these, not saying every single one, of course. Well, you know, but even a even a lot of them haven't haven't grown or like found out something new that could have sure. changed how they thought before. Like sure. that's the sure. whole point. We're supposed to be getting information from our past generations, but we're also supposed to be teaching them at the same time. Teach one, teach one. True. You know what I'm saying? So it's, I don't point. think that's fair to say that you can't learn shit from somebody once yeah, you've got no, the fair. the mechanics and the basics of sex down. You know. No, that's true. That's true. That's true. No, you're right. You're right. I, I think maybe the only disagreement I would have is just that it seemed like you were implying that you definitely can learn something from an elder, even if it seems like you can. I'm like, oh, I, mean, I don't think that's true. I think oh, there's going right, to be a yeah. lot of times where this elder has nothing yeah. to offer you. Maybe not the majority of the A lot of niggas you don't even listen to. Exactly. It's like, bruh, you left my mom. You're single as fuck. You don't eat pussy. And you obviously are suffering from trauma. There's nothing that, though that's not going to be every older man but if it is the case you have nothing to teach me um i'm not listening to shit you have to say check this out my real dad like my yeah. biological father like he wasn't um, necessarily in my life like that but i know who he is he's mm. came in and out you know what i mean yeah one time he picked me up when i was 15 mm. and you know i don't think i think i was still a virgin at this point but he told me some shit he was like, cause you know, he was a, he was a kind of like got involved with drugs, cocaine and shit, you know, cocaine and black folks. It, mm. it, it, it ain't like it is with cocaine and white folks. So, you know, For he some has some, some issues, Yeah. but he told me, he said, listen, son, I tried cocaine one night and let me tell you, it was the best thing. I felt, I felt invincible. I felt like I could solve everybody's problems. <laughs> Never do cocaine. Okay. Never do it. <laughs> and I mentally took that note, and I have not. I have had a chance. I have had a couple opportunities to do coke, and I was like, "Nope, I'm good. I'm good on that." Yeah, no. There, there's always there's everybody's got at least one nugget of knowledge somewhere for sure. Um, but it ain't always worth the relationship to find that out. You know what I mean? Like every single person ain't worth your your, your time in that regard. I also um, think that personally. there's like that there's the aspect of learning from from the negatives you know or, or learning definitely. from definitely. Le- definitely. getting good examples of what Our not earnings. to do yes. yeah so like my father used to tell me a lot and and i want to i want to big up my father just because from a relationship and like social um standpoint he's grown a lot and that's just since he's been in my life you know what i mean so like that's a good yeah. example of a guy who like came back around when he was in his forties and I've seen him grow and become so much of a better, just like general person. Mm. Um, just even 40, 40 onward, you know, 45 onward. Um, but like a lot of shit that he was saying just about women and like, like marriage and like relationships and shit was wild. Mm. And I'd be listening to the shit and I'd be like, man, this motherfucker's crazy. <laughs> yeah. like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? That's wild man. as hell. Like he, like we'd so. be in the truck and he'd just be like casually, like some shit would be on the radio and he'd be like, yeah, man, you can't trust a single goddamn woman. All these women gonna do is take your fucking money. Like you better like never let a woman think about what you making. Like don't even do none of this shit. And now, like, if I talk to him now, his whole thing is like, 
yeah, man, so what you need to do is find you a great woman that you mm. respect and love and y'all need to get mm. together and build. You need to find you a strong woman, mm. but you need to take care of her and you need to be there for her. You need to be mm. there for your kids. <laughs> it's just like, he's, he's like turned into a completely different, yeah. wiser individual. It was like he was talking yeah. to a younger in his fucking him, 60s. Which he was. Yeah. yeah, like the shit, the shit's different now. But I definitely learned a lot from like hearing the bullshit. Like I was like, and watching that transformation. Yeah, yeah. I was like, man, this is what? What the fuck are you talking about, pops? Yeah. Like, every everybody is good for something, even if it's a bad example. True, true. Yeah, no, I I agree. But I but my my caveat to people listening is I think that you can get trapped in a relationship looking for that kernel of knowledge instead of realizing that it's not it's not worth it it's not worth um digging through diminishing shit to find returns, a of gold. Yeah. diminishing mm-hmm. re- returns and sometimes that relationship is like yeah sure somewhere in there they might know how to fucking do macrame or some shit but it's like <laughs> in the meantime what are you taking away from this relationship and if it's mostly negative you can you can look that up on YouTube, sweetheart. Like you don't you don't need to go through this continued relationship trying to sift out what's bullshit and what's good and what you know trying to find the one little nugget of knowledge that they have for you. Um, but I was gonna say, bitter parents downloading their relationship bullshit on their children is some of the wildest shit um, coming from the perspective of a child, and even just and, and watching uh, peers download onto their kids. It's like yeah. y'all are. This this is weird and wrong as hell. This is very weird. Like y'all out here making making some very toxic people. But one of their favorite things to say to you is, "You'll understand one day. You ain't got kids, but you gonna understand. You'll one understand. Day. <laughs> you will understand." I hope the fuck not, because you seem so sad. And I remember one time, uh, my dad said to me that the thing about black women is that they all have a a wolf pack. And that wolf pack will get in your way of forming a relationship with the woman that you're interested in. And at the time, I remember kind of not thinking much of it, kind of not thinking much of what it was, what was being talked about there and just kind of been like, okay, cool. That's all right. But then as I contextualize it later, I'm like, and y'all tell me what y'all think, but I'm like, he was describing accountability and not liking it. He was describing not being able to predate on women because they have somebody around to to call him on his bullshit Mm. almost certainly Mm. Mm. and i'm like put in context and the bitterness and angerness anger with which that was put forward it's like oh you was looking for a straggler who had broken off from the pack you don't want somebody who has community that's kind of wild interesting thing that was trying to be downloaded into my mind at the time you know so that that type of shit is like because I could have taken that on in a in a way different type of way, you know, and and been a whole yeah. different type of person. Yeah, no, it's you right, you right. Because there have been plenty of times I've heard or received that sort of messaging, mm. and a lot of the times it it kind of goes back into the whole uh, dating is like hunting for men. Yeah, yeah. And like when you dealing with a pack of women, you got to go for the one that's falling behind the pack or like yeah got a broke leg or some shit like that yeah yeah then you pounce on that one yes that whole yes (laughs) i tell you (laughs) i don't know did i say something wrong (laughs) no it was that fucking prancing motion that you just did over there (laughs) (laughs) like he was in cats yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how that's tiger. how that's how I pounce so well, you know what I'm saying? Come here. Yeah. Throw a bite on your neck. Let me get you by the scrub, girl. 
Yeah, and like my dad, he's never like actively like disparaged like black women in any form or fashion. Like he's never been like a, oh, you know, black women, this is that old guy. But he's definitely in the, in the past, like, again, this is like teenage me, like him mm. just coming back into my life kind of situation. It's like, hey, man, what you think about these these white women? So that was a conversation that came up way <laughs> more. That, that was a specific question. That came up way more. Huh? Yeah, that was a specific question your dad asked. Speci- specifically, bro, like we. I mean, be it makes out sense, I guess. Hey, yo, son, what you think about these white women, huh? <laughs> what you think about these white women? You might want to go and like, you know, see what that's about. Like he, like he say shit <laughs> yeah. like that. Um, and again, Do you if think I that's like, because I could see it being like a you should explore kind of a thing as opposed to a disparaging thing. But then again, not I don't know. Yeah. So and and again, he was he's he's never like like never actively said like you know. He's never been a black woman or trash kind of what's called get one. He's mm-hmm. you know like he that was never a thing, but like it was definitely like like you say pushing me to explore specifically white women. Um, specifically white women is kind of wild. Specifically, yeah. very, but I feel very like in wild. and of itself, being like you should you should tr- you should try different. Co- I feel like that. Maybe was, I'm being coonish. I feel like that's that's fine. But I mean, like it never it never was okay, anything that cool, was cool. a thing for me because I'm just I'm just I just heavily am attracted to black women like you know what i mean so it's like i was like you know i like you know i, I kind of like what i like especially mm. you know especially at that point uh, you know i'm like oh you know i, I, I like what i like um yes. i'm not i'm not closed off from any anything but I'm, right. I'm dating who i want to date right you now you know what you like that's a, that's a good yeah. thing to have yeah absolutely i would say you know what growing up i have been very fortunate in that um in that regard my mom and even my stepdad, like, I always told me, like, you know, they didn't really care who I brought home. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, especially in regards to, like, it's, you know, this is like a different time. Like, yeah, I mean, hey, whatever. But <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Because I, I know it's not just my black parents. Oh, like, they, they, this, they say some wild shit. They, they oh, super no, racist. Now. Now, my oh, fu- no. now my fucking moms. <laughs> I've heard some wild things. And, but to be fair. I think they would fly just as much now as they did at the time, for the most part. Like, really? So if you yeah. bought a, so if you bought one of them little thick little snow bunnies home, goddamn, you don't think your mom would be fucking with it even now? Ah, uh, can bring it to the cookout. They would, they would have no. They would, they would no. They, they would, they would be having some conversations in the in the <laughs> you know on the balcony with yeah. that would be you know yeah. funny. I, I don't think I don't think anything changed, and I th- and I think also. I think the zeitgeist has maybe made those conversations, those things even more acceptable, not less. Like it's, you can, you can see if you say, don't bring a white bitch home in 2022, you're not getting canceled for that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not the same thing as, as anti-black rhetoric. It's not the same thing as any of those things. So like those, those, those conversations are not going anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like my, my mother has explicitly told me since I was 10, to never bring a white woman to her house, mm. like that. Like I'm yeah. not. I'm not. I mean, shit. You know. Fair enough. I'm not. I'm not. You know. What she say about the other types? Misquoting her. Hmm? Yeah. What she say about the other types? That wasn't even a. That wasn't even a blip on her radar. Like yeah. like I'm from. I'm from I'm from Southeast it wasn't Atlanta. Available we to we you. Okay, I see. Yeah, I see. it it was it was black people and then the white and people white. in Hateville, Georgia. Man, we didn't we okay, didn't, have, we didn't have nothing else. Um. Okay. Gotcha. So like, but she explicitly told me ten, from age ten through high school, she was like, don't you, "Don't you bring no white woman in my house." Like that's not a that's a quote. Yeah. Yeah. And my sisters have never said that, but my sisters have 
and they and my sisters are kind people so they'd be nice sure. to anybody that i brought exactly, home they, and yeah. they understand that like anybody who i bring in their space is somebody that like at least on a friendship to level that i value yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. so they re- they'd be respectful to anybody but like they've said shit about like what they think about black men that date white women yeah. and i'm just like oh, okay okay message message received yeah, I think that's still, that's still very normal in 2022. And and honestly, not without good reason, because it's not we can't act like it's even Stevens in terms of the rhetoric that gets like. It's a lot. It's a lot of Christian Ambuselis and fresh and fit niggas out here saying exactly. wild yeah. shit. So it's like we can't act like it's just that anti white women rhetoric and anti black women rhetoric is the same. It's kind not. Of monster. It's not. It's, yeah. not the same it, it, thing. it's, it's nowhere so, near the same thing. And also, I'd say that like there's it's it's nowhere near a majority but there are enough black men that try to attack black women with their preference for like women of other racial ethnic backgrounds absolutely yeah, where yeah. like like they're like it's not a majority it's not it's not even it's not a simple majority it's not a super majority. Wait, 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 what a, percentage do you think it is well the last the last numbers i saw oh, for like oh, white black men, men who who date outside their race maybe not not as a date outside their all race, black men yeah, it's, it's like it's like 18%, 18, 20%. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. About a fifth. Oh, but then okay. it's like, yeah, and then it's it's enough of that percentage that like actively say shit like, yeah, man, I never date a black woman for like XYZ, like bullshit. That's that cool. like, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's weird that black women respond to black men that date outside of their race with a certain energy because they see that as a proxy for like niggas yeah, that just own that bullshit. Shit. Like it, it, it's, it's definitely enough niggas to like be on your guard when you see that. It's a, it's a, what's, it's not a dog whistle, but what's the term for like, you know, it's a red flag. If he listens to Joe, no, Ruff, he like said that the kind thing. of thing. He said the thing. He said yeah, the thing. But is it, is it, what's, the, what's the word for that? Is there, is there a word for that? I guess it would be, is it dog whistle? No, it's a not word, a dog I whistle. Would say, well, the phrase I would say is dog whistle. Yeah. But I feel like dog whistle is meant to communicate your, your status to other people of a like mind not something that unintentionally signals to other people that you might be of a certain mind you know what i'm saying like a dog whistle you know you're blowing it this is is something where other people see it and you don't realize that you're telegraphing that maybe you're trying i mean you know but you know you're blowing the dog whistle but you don't hear the fucking dog whistle what you think about that, nigga? What you think about that, nigga? Ooh, shit! Fuck you up, boy. That was so I, 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 saw, I saw your body get fucked up, nigga. <laughs> I saw this nigga. Couldn't process that shit. Like, oh, oh shit! That shit don't even fully make sense as an argument, but that shit was so clever just on a word level. I, you, you win, nigga. That's you. Yeah, you're right. Damn, when you blow the dog whistle, even you don't hear it. That's crazy. That's good. That's good. I was going to say, though, I do think like with the birds and the bees conversation, I feel like maybe it should be a continuous thing. Like it's not one it's not one mechanical thing and maybe it should start quite early. So like, yeah, you might give the like, hey, you have a, a penis. They, they have a vagina. You have a clitoris. Da, 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 da. You can do this for joy, but it also causes babies, etc. But even earlier than that, you're talking with your toddler about consent and their body and that other people shouldn't touch them if they don't want to, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. Um your, your kid might start masturbating early. A lot of kids do. You might have a conversation with them about that. That's like your body and pleasure long before you talk about interacting with other people. And then when they're in middle school, high school, you might be having conversations about the, the, the feelings that are associated with sexuality and the consequences and pregnancy and relationships and all the more complicated shit that your, um, your sister was talking about. So I think it's, all, it's, a, it's, it's a continued conversation, not just that one, yeah. hey, you have a dick conversation. But I, I tell you this though, it's gonna be a lot more um 
I mean, hell, I think it already is a lot more complex of a conversation or there's a lot more areas that you need to discuss of possibility with um with your, with your child. Because it's not even just the birds and the bees. It's the birds to the birds, the bees and the bees. The bees who want to exactly. be birds. The birds who want to be bees. The bees that. who are going to transition into being birds. Like, I mean, then, like, how you feel? The birds with bee tails. The bees with beaks. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, like, it's a very um involved uh, conversation. You just the non-binary. The ah, oh, I see what you did there. Oh, okay. You, are you non-binary? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Got you. Very nice. Bird sexuals. Yeah. Okay. Very yeah, nice. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. All right. But yes, yeah, so, I mean, I think it'll definitely be a um, what's the word? A nuanced conversation that you got to have an ongoing nuanced conversation because you also have to say, keep in mind that you know you don't know your sexual the sexuality your, the sexual preference that your child might have. So you got to yeah. also let them know that. Well, if you're feeling like you're not necessarily possibilities, yeah, attracted to the norm, like it's okay to feel whatever you're feeling. So you know. See, now, this is something I really wonder about because there, there's the, the very, like, vanilla version of the conversation, which is like, you know, sometimes when a mommy and a daddy like each other really, you know, sometimes your, your thing might get hard and you can put that inside of her and it might can feel good. Blah, blah, blah. Like, you can have that very, like, sort of sterile conversation. But I'm wondering, especially if you're presenting non-heteronormative models of sex if you're emphasizing feminine pleasure, if you're talking about queer and gay and MLM sex and all that type of shit, do you talk to your 12-year-old boy about fucking men in the ass or getting fucked in the ass? Or, or obviously you might use different language, but <laughs> is that is that a conversation that you have and how mechanical do you get? You know what I'm saying? Because you're going to, oh, I mean, if you're, if you're talking to your 13-year-old boy about fucking, you're going to talk about PIV sex. So why are we not talking about DIV sex? You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Yeah. Know your, know your child. Know where they are. Have an open door policy. Have them ask you what, does what, that they, look like what specifically? they need to ask you. What does that look like specifically? Because that sounds good, but and, and I'm, it's not an attack. It's just a question. Like no, no, no. So no, no. So for example, so for example, like my sister, I trusted her completely. I trust my sister now completely. Mm. Like I, she didn't instigate a sex talk with me. I came and asked her questions mm. about sex because okay. I trusted her. And and again, if you want to have a conversation about what it means to like build trust, I think that that's something that you do over the fact that she was just there for me for decades you know what i mean like you that that's not a that's not a here's a handbook on how to build trust for a team you know you know that 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 seems very difficult to 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 put in play because it's like i i agree like i like i don't think it's easy and and i also because i feel like you need to be able to pull the trigger like if your kid you can't just wait around for your kid until your kid ends up pregnant to have a conversation you got to preempt that they might, you might have fucked up and not built trust, or they might have just been a kid that, through no fault of yours or theirs, their temperament tended towards privacy. They tended not to, because there's so many other mm. things influencing your child's relationship with you than yep. just you. So to be like, the way that we have a nuanced conversation about their sexual growth is going to be them coming to me with questions, seems like, if that's your only plan, that seems like a recipe will, for a potential disaster. I, I, I disagree. And the reason I disagree okay. is because if your kid doesn't trust you, regardless of like outside influence and all that kind of stuff, you're not going to have a great conversation if you pull the trigger anyway. Okay. So like, like you could, you could, levels, you could just though? say, you could just say, I'm going to ham fist it and I'm just going to come yeah. in there and I'm just going to like do X, Y, Z. And if they don't trust you in that situation, you're not going to have a good conversation anyway. But aren't there levels to trust? Like, just yeah, because I, I agree. trust and my I think, parent doesn't mean I'm going to go, hey, mom, where's the clitoris? Like, I, 
I might completely trust her or not, not ever have any question about yeah, sexuality. But my whole thing is like, but that's my thing, right? I don't think your birds and the bees conversation even needs to be that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I think that's why sure. it, it becomes on a child by child, what you call it? Like, I didn't, okay. I didn't need okay. to ask, I didn't need to ask my sister where the clitoris was. Like, sure. like, you know what I mean? But, but I do think there are a lot of kids that might. And I think that you need to have that conversation. I think a lot. Um, if they, if they bring it to you, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think that's anything it. that I'm going to, my fault, Josh. No, no, my fault. Cause I think I'll cut you off. <laughs> but, but just going back to the whole trust thing. Like, if your kids don't trust you, do they even like you? Can can at that point can you even have that conversation with them? What do we mean by trust? Though I feel like y'all are making trust into this like very all encompassing but also binary thing. Like, you can trust no, somebody and still not share everything with them. Yeah, but I think, but I think that like to Josh's point, I do think that like trust means trust encompasses a lot of shit. I think that trust yeah. is complicated, and I think that like. If you trust somebody, that 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 that's correlated with a lot of other shit, man. You're probably gonna be open to talking about them with some, you know, to some shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't, maybe I don't, I don't, I don't share. Fucked up. Yeah, like I, 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 maybe, but I'm just saying I don't share every single aspect of my life with my sister. Yeah. But again, I trust her enough. Like if I have a question yeah. about something relationship wise, that I'm gonna fucking go to her. We don't talk about yeah. fucking everything. But that, but that's hey, my point. We're you not talking talk about, about my porn preferences when I was fifteen right. or anything like that. So, but, but you like, still I trust her and you like, still like her. There's degrees to it, and there's mo- there's like yeah. But I trusted her and liked her when I had a question about sex. I went to her that's because my you point. were comfortable with her in that one particular domain and trusted her. But you're y'all are acting exactly. like trust is if I trust you, I trust you completely with every aspect of myself that I might ask anybody no, about. No, that's not what I'm, that's not that's not what I'm saying, and I and I, and I okay. won't speak for Josh. But what I'm no, saying is that if I have a question that I need clarity on from a sexual what you call it, if I trust you, I'm going to go to you. And other stuff, I may not need you. Like right. I like I legitimately may, I didn't need my sister to explain to me the mechanics sure. of sex, so I didn't sure. ask okay. her about the mechanics of sex. I asked about what I needed to know. Okay. Yeah, then just in my experience, like, I've, when I was growing up, I had my mom and my stepdad. I trusted both of them, but I talked with my stepdad a lot more and let Mm. him know about things that was actually going on in my life in real time with sex. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because I trust him, but I I liked him. Like, I actually looked at him, like, you know, as a father. Yeah. Doesn't that seem kind of distinct? Like, it's like, there's trust, but there's also comfort, but there's also liking. Like, I can trust a person to be like, look, I know they're going to try their best with this question if I come to them. But that's different to do I think they'll have a useful answer. And that's different to do I enjoy, like, just shooting the shit with them. And that's also different from comfort. I could trust you and not have those other three things. And I'll come to you if I need you. But I might not be like, hey, mom, dad, let's talk about this thing, you know? Or I might. It just seems like it's more complicated than just a, like, a trust switch. I think it's complicated, but I think trust, I think, I think the, the distinction for me is that I think the complicated thing is trust. I don't think, I don't think that like, there's all this complicated stuff and then trust is simple. I think that all that complicated stuff that you're talking about is wrapped up in trust. And I do think that the, I I think that the levels thing that you're talking about in regards to trust goes to Josh's point. Like there were levels in his trust between, at least in that one aspect between his mom and his stepdad. I think that's a very good example of like the levels of it, but I think trust in and of itself is super complicated and hard I agree. and difficult. I agree like that it's I, complicated, I but I, there's just also other things as well. That trust is complicated. All those other things are complicated and trust isn't one thing. Because what man. it seemed like to me, Josh, but obviously correct me, it seemed like you were describing not just trust, but also comfort and also rapport. 
that are separate but also intertwined with trust. Yes, yes. But at the same time, I don't know. I don't think about it that deeply because I can't see myself having kids and not having a good relationship with them. Sure. But I, I don't know. Maybe I have, um, maybe I'm overestimating my own, um, my own relatability or my own like ability to establish connections with people. Like <laughs> maybe yeah, I'm just overestimating myself a little bit. Yeah. But cause I feel like that aspect would come like second nature. Like I feel like my, I, mm. I have a feeling that if, if, and if I have kids, when I do have kids, they're going to fuck with me. Yeah. enough to talk to me and stuff I, at least i hope so i think you're I, I think for sure i mean don't worry you i think that'll definitely be true and i because i because also you're a funny motherfucker and i feel like that is a it like i think that's an undervalued thing in a parent you know what i'm saying like i feel like it's not just like oh it's cool it's like i feel like that can be sacred in being able to pro- to provide a space where a kid can feel kind of comfortable being like, okay, it's not the end of the world. This thing isn't so serious. It's not like this drastic thing. It's like, cool, I can kind of joke with dad. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel like that being able to take that yeah. attention off counts for a lot. Yeah. Um, but I do think that everybody is going to, everybody gets surprised when they meet their kids. Like, I, <laughs> I think it's easy to be like, oh, my kids are going to be yeah. X, Y, Z, and I'm going to be this way with them and that, you don't know that nigga yet. That's that's going to be an entirely true. new that's motherfucker true. when you meet you them, and your ability to relate to them is going to be about as likely as your ability to relate to any random stranger that you might meet. Probably, maybe a little bit different because they are part you and part, and you're raising them and have a heavy influence on them. But that you might socialize hurt. them, that kind of stuff. You socialize them, but that might hurt more than help. I mean, that could go the opposite direction almost, um, depending true. on your own personality. So I feel like your kid is just a person, and if. <laughs> And you just got to meet them and see if they're going to fuck with you the same way you would any any other person. Um, have yeah, you answered uh, the question? Um, no. How, I think like, I, how would I, you have that conversation with, I, with your I, kids? Yeah, I think part of it would be, no, I didn't answer it because I wasn't sure. And I'm, I'm kind of looking, to, I'm curious how you all's approach, but I don't, I don't know if you, I don't know if anybody, any of us fully answered the question, but I think also maybe my question was flawed. Because, yeah, I don't think any of us actually answered the question, but it seemed like Alvin was questioning the premise of, of the question, which is like, what is the format format of that even look like? And is it mechanical? And is it one thing that you have and all that kind of shit? So he made some real good points there. Um, I think for me, um, yeah, I don't know. The more The more we talked, I don't know. Because one thing that I really thought about was like, one of the things that popped into my head was, should moms be encouraging their sons to eat pussy? You know what I mean? And and my underlying thought there is no 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 listen listen <laughs> my underlying thought is I feel like we I'm talk sorry, about what? no it's 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 deeper than what I'm saying it's deeper than what I'm saying so that nigga Alpha is so ashamed and disappointed I think he knows I know where, where I'm, you're I think going yeah. and I'm still going to say that I think that it's a conversation <laughs> nobody needs to have with their kids okay okay so so I think you probably know where I'm going. Um, yeah. And maybe not this directly, like it doesn't. But I, yeah, no. Nah, okay, so you pre, ahead, you pre disagreeing with me? All right. Um, yeah, I am. But okay, I, okay. I, I, I think your I think your heart's in the right place. So go ahead. Okay. So the question the question is based on the premise of we kind of have this conversation about how we socialize boys and the way we socialize boys in a way that is harmful to women and harm can be a lot of different shit. But we either don't raise boys as Alvin has said, or we raise them in ways that allow them to, to be shitty, or we just literally download them with bullshit. I think there's another set of issues that, that in raising women that we also have, but just in talking about guys is what we have. And when we, and I wonder 
part of that when we're talking orgasm gap and, you know, performance-based sexuality and not centering female pleasure and blah, 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 all of that shit goes back to the the earliest experiences that a man has around what sex is supposed to look like. When you get that birds and the bees conversation and it's about penetration and, and, and pregnancy and you get, um, and, and you're watching early porn and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, we kind of have those conversations with young boys, which are like, well, treat her nice and take her out and pay for dinner and don't beat her. And that's kind of the conversation that we have. But to what extent can a parent go, you should prioritize understanding your partner's body and learning about sexuality as more than just penetration because penetration is going to do a lot for you, but it's not necessarily doing a lot for your partner. To what extent should a, should a parent kind of be like, Hey, so have you thought about approaching this? I mean, you're going to have a lot of influence as a parent and your son is out here giving trash dick. I feel like you're not necessarily saying, Hey, hey showing your son how to eat pussy or anything like that, but literally just a nudge on the shoulder going, Hey, by the way, actually, no, I think being saying to your son, Hey, don't come until she does. I think that's a reasonable thing to, to say to your teenager. I don't. I think. I think. Uh, that's I, think that's complete, I think that's completely fucking out of line. You think I, so? Yeah, 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 yeah. You could fuck your you could fuck your kid up by doing you that think because so? what if? Yeah, you could definitely fuck your okay. kid up. Like so, that's a good intention right, go, that go could go, 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 go very wrong easily. Okay. Okay. Damn, I'm tripping. All right, boy, okay, don't so come I, until I she do. Like that's pressure. Mm. It's a lot of pressure. How is that pressure? All right, look, everybody ain't got them. Ain't a ain't a ain't a ain't a ain't a sexual survival like Eddie Overgold is. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> just don't come. Not. Nigga. That's not. That's not. That's yeah, not even. That's not in. even my thought. Of, that's not even. That's not even where I'm going with it. Why so where I'm going with it. So where I'm going with that's it wild. is, I think. I think there can be a baseline conversation that sex should be enjoyable for both of you. Okay. And I think that. And I think that if you're a in a reasonably intelligent man, that's not a shit bag. I think. I think most. And and I'm, let think, me take a step I back. You're over let me take a step back. Man. No. Let me take a step back. Let me okay. take a step back. I think most men know that sex should be good for both parties involved. I think most men know that. I think most men don't give a shit. And I think that's based on like a bunch of like city, shitty socialization metrics and all this, what you call it. That say like, you know, I got mine, you got your, it's the, it's the, it's the whole, you know, Twitter trope. Like, you know, I, I still fuck. Like, it, you know, like I think men know that it should be pleasurable. Um, which means the that it's not all enough. the parties involved. That, I feel like so, that's, that's so no, but but my whole Sorry. thing, but my whole thing is like you're not gonna teach me how to do that by saying like oh, like, having a conversation with me when I'm fucking 14 about who's coming and who's not. Like I don't, I literally just don't want to hear that. I'm, I've checked out of that conversation, um, and that that's my point. So I think that it could be a baseline like this should be enjoyable for both okay. of you. You should be worried about everybody in, involved in the in you know in the sexual trope. Yeah. Everybody involved should should get what they want out of that from a from a physical pleasure perspective. Mm. Full stop. That's over. I don't want to have a conversation with yeah. anybody in my fucking life that's an adult perspective <laughs> about who's coming and who's fucking not. Okay. And Why? I guarantee, and I guarantee you most teenagers. Yeah. And I guarantee you most teenagers. I don't care who the fuck who the fuck they mm. trust and who the fuck they love are not going to want to have that conversation. Yep. That shit's uncomfortable yep. as fuck. You just turn yeah, you just turn that teenager <laughs> off of the whole fucking conversation with that. That's my point. If, you know, if, you you <laughs> if your children trust you, they'll be comfortable. I don't. Nah, bro. If there's nah, trust. Look. Check this out, man. My yeah. mom. You remember? You a... remember when we had that whole conversation about how like you take some shit, like how you thought I take some shit out of context that was due to nuance. This is this is your version of that, because oh, like yeah. you can trust some. Like for example, I literally said, you know, in this conversation that I trusted my sister, but there was things that I wasn't talking to her about. Like we weren't talking about like putting dicks in pussies and shit. I talked to her about. For sure what I was comfortable talking to her about because I trusted her. So like, there's no level of trust that I would have with anybody in my life that raised me 
where I'm talking about who's coming and how I need to fucking eat their pussy or whatever. No level of trust. Come on. No Come level on. of trust. A little bit. And most right. and most teenagers would be extremely uncomfortable with that line of questioning. You just you just turned them off. You just lost them forever. I wonder, I wonder to what extent that that's a result of socialization. But sorry, Josh, you were saying something. I was just about to say my mom uh, went through a Stella got her groove back, you know, a little phase. Mm. And she told me a lot of shit that I did not want to need hear, to need to hear, need to know. Like, I'm happy for you. I'm really yes. happy for you. But God, no, I agree. I, I agree. Maybe. You know? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, because is the argument that this source starts to border into kind of uncomfortable incestuous conversation is that the is that what is that kind of what y'all are getting at or i'm not i i, I never would think incestuous because i think yeah. you can have those conversations that did not be incestuous i'm basically just saying uncomfortable and definitely uncomfortable yeah. for the teen by and large i would say almost i would say the vast majority of teenagers mm. uh, and below would be extremely uncomfortable with that line of conversation I yeah. guess maybe I can see where the word incestuous might come from because it's still forcing you to think about your parents. Yeah, sexually. I don't mean literally. You don't inc- want incest, that. I mean, yeah. yeah, and you don't want like you don't want to fucking. It's like you don't want to think about it. Jesus, I'm. Yeah, I'm having. Oh yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Because it's like yeah, y'all ever walk in on your parents naked? Yeah, and it kind of like walking. No, oh, well, that's good for you, Al. But yeah, I can. I can. I would one hundred percent like that may be scarring. Like I could definitely see that being like some super uncomfortable yeah. shit. See, I'm, 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 so what, what I'm, I think what I'm feeling is that I wonder how much of that discomfort is, and maybe I'm, maybe I'm making like a radical argument, but like how much of it is like weird socialization, like how much of it is over sexualizing of the naked body, how much of it is mm. the idea that sex is something taboo that shouldn't be spoken about, et cetera, et cetera. Like, so I get, so why are we uncomfortable with that shit when we know it's, so, part of reality so from jump i want to say that like i've i've loved like where your heart was with this whole conversation because i do think that oh thanks, thanks i do babe. think that niggas have this and again i don't think it's that men don't know um that th- that you know like that again all parties involved should be pleasure during sex i think men have been allowed via patriarchal mechanisms to not give I don't a think it's just like that. that. I don't. Th- I don't think. I think that's. I, I, I think. think I think. I think. That's the. I think that's the core of it, and I think that everything else that comes as a result of that can that. be traced back to that distal root cause. I, I think that's it's right. always the patriarchy. But and, and and I think this is again one of those situations where like I think your heart's in the right place, but like we're not. We're not. You, you're not sexualizing. So when you when you when you talk about sexualization from a societal standpoint, that means you're sexualizing something that doesn't explicitly involve sex we're not doing that here we're literally talking about sex no no that that was in regard no no that was in regard to the naked body specifically yeah okay i I get what you're saying but like right now we're not specifically i'm not specifically talking about the naked body i'm talking about we're having a conversation about sex we're having a conversation about sex acts and i made a separate point to address that i made a separate point to address that i talked about the sexualization of the naked body and then i talked about the discomfort with our parents and relative sexuality yeah separate points I, I get what you, I get what you're saying, but yeah. like what we were talking about when you're talking about have a conversation with your son about yeah. how to come by eating pussy. That's mm. not a naked body conversation. That's a sex act. So we're talking about a sex act. You can't sexualize a sex act. By definition, it is sexualized. It is sex. I, 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 so that's I, I just I just want to make sure that we're not arguing about something that we're not arguing about because maybe maybe you're not maybe you're not making an argument in the way that I think you are. But I yeah. never said that we were sexualizing 
sex. I never said anything like that. I talked about the naked uh, body. Uh, no, that no, was the no, only no, time like, I no. brought up sexualization. No, what what I'm what I'm saying what I'm saying is that you were talking about how why we were discomfortable with that conversation, correct? And you brought up the with fact the sex that we're sexual. Yeah. yeah, and you're saying that we're sexualizing things such as the naked body and all this what you call it. And I'm saying that mm. we're not sexualizing anything when we're having that conversation. We're talking about sex. I talked about, no, I'm, and I made a separate, well, now I'm just repeating myself. I made a separate point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 for example, you, you made a separate argument about the naked body, right? And that's yeah. that's here, that's this box. And I'm saying mm -hmm. that when we had this initial conversation, this segment of the conversation, which is what I'm addressing, we weren't talking about just the naked body and being uncomfortable. We were talking about a sex act. Yeah, <laughs> we weren't and talking, I, and I, talking okay, about and, something and that point, needed to be sexualized. We were talking about sex. And the point that I made to address that was, why are we uncomfortable with the sexuality of the people in our lives? And that's a that's yeah. a conversation that we can have. I never said it shouldn't be sexualized. We're, as you said, talking about sex. My question was, why are we uncomfortable with the sexuality of people that we know have sexuality? And I think part of that is the way that we are socialized around what sexuality is and that it is something shameful. That has nothing to do with sexualization. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, never yeah. Made, I never made that comparison at all. So, so, so... What you're, what you're saying now makes perfect sense. And when you're editing what I said I want you to roll back the tape and you'll see I that. I do. Every that. time you say roll back the tape, I look back at the edit and sometimes I'm tripping. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Time, like yeah. actually, and again, I want you to also look at our group chat. Like I, I'd say probably about 70% of the time you're like, yeah, I did say that. So this is going to be one of those times. But yeah. what you okay, just said we'll right now, I think is I think is a very valid conversation. Um, and while we're discomfortable with, yeah. with like, it's not. But while you're thinking that like people are, discomfortable with them having sex i don't even i don't even think that's like the crux of it like i'm not i'm not mm. com i'm not uncomfortable with the fact that my sister who has six kids is having sex um i just don't want her to it, it's like it's like why am i having a conversation about my sex acts with with my sister i wouldn't want my sister to watch pornography of me either like i don't i don't care that she's having sex she has children that's, like, incestuous. I don't that's why i don't think I mean, I don't that would think be that's my incestuous. answer I think I watching think that's your incestuous. sister in porn is incestuous. That's I don't think that's controversial to say that. No, what I'm saying is like that's not it's not an incestuous thought that's driving me to think that though. Like I'm not I'm not saying like no no like I don't want to have the conversation. I just don't want to have the conversation because like why would you want to have the conversation about like me coming? Why would I want to have the conversation about you coming? You're like we're adults now. She knows I have sex. I know she has sex. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> We've talked about sex. Okay. It's it's just a level of how we yeah. do it. No, okay. fair enough. I I think we might be getting too close to the sun on that one because I I want to get more into it, but I feel like it's maybe too specific to have a comfortable conversation. You know what I'm saying? Well, I can. May I? Yeah. I think it's a. I think it goes on a case by case basis, right? Mm. And I can use myself as an example here. Like with me and my stepdad at the time, I could see us having a conversation around that. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. It, I mean, but we never had like a conversation around like, you know, coming. But OK, so when I was first trying to have sex and I was actually trying to lose my virginity, I couldn't get my mm. I couldn't get my dick hard. Oh, I, damn, that's know. crazy. Yeah. Yes. And so I after oh, to be fair, like, neither could I the first time. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. But, you know, that's, that's, it was, I mean, you know, you but know I didn't how it is like when you were that it, young. Yeah, yeah. yeah but nurse. like because it happened like yeah, exactly. two, maybe three times, maybe. And you know how it is when you're that young. Like, so, oh my God, like, is something wrong? Like when I jack off, oh, yeah. I'm cool. But like when I'm like, what's going on? So I talked to my stepdad about it. <laughs> yeah. And and let me tell you what this dude did. He said, uh, "Dad, if you know, I I'm, crazy. Telling, I'm, I'm, I'm like, hey man, um, you know, I'm I'm 
got this thing on. I'm like, my dick won't get hard. Like, you know, I can't, I can't get up. Yeah. And he was like, you know what? I, I think I might have seen something in, the, in one of these newspapers. He grabbed one of the newspapers, <laughs> saw an ad in there. I guess it was like for some dick, like some pills that'll make your dick yeah. get hard or some shit. Yeah. He actually picked up the phone and called the number like in this ad. And he mm. turned and looked at me and said, maybe about five and a half, six inches. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, a goddamn educated guest. That's hilarious. Size you That's up, everything. Right. Like a fucking tailor. That's hilarious. Basically. That's crazy. This nigga did an optical pat down. That's crazy as fuck. Like Jason Bourne of dick sizes. That's crazy right, as fuck. Right. <laughs> I saw that in my peripheral vision. <laughs> but, man, but like, ever, like, but that's just like one of those things, man. Like, of course, if you just have like a general scale conversation, like there's gonna be hell of people that would say that's inappropriate. But for me, sure, and just yeah, having a yeah. relationship I mean, it's like with a person who was my father, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like that's that's. I was like, like, man, this bro, nigga really fuck with me. Like, we in it together. I you think know there's what I'm levels to it. I think it's I think it's totally parents and. I, I think the socialization element, or like knowing you, it's it's the same as like another person. Like you might meet a woman at a library, and two months later, y'all are talking about sucking dicks and stuff. But there's other people that you're going to meet two months later, and it would be wildly inappropriate to do that. I think that if you're in a place where you're having those conversations with your kid based on how you raise them, I don't, I don't think that yeah, that conversation with your dad thing. I mean, buying the pills views, that's that's wild. That seems unhealthy, like uh, for a child. He didn't to take do it. Thing. Like he didn't. Yeah. Like, that, the, he, he, that, it's not that even. It's really not even but, that bad. It was like I'm not even trying. Yeah, no, no, no. But that y'all could have that conversation. Like, exactly. But yeah, yeah. There, there were no like dick hard and pills bought from like he didn't. Sure. Actually, <laughs> yeah, but so. even if he did, I would have been like, that's like, oh, you know, it's like that's borderline harmless. Old school dad. It's kind of dumb. It's kind of like vaguely unhealthy. But it's like, ah, you know. You know what I'm saying? It's not like he got you a hooker or some shit. That would have been crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, uh, I, no, or you like, know, or like similar to Josh, man. I I, I talked to my sisters because one of my sisters is a nurse. I talked to my sisters about when um I was taking medication in my early 20s and like sexual dysfunction based on the medication. Are we are we talking about finasteride or something yeah. else? Okay, no, yeah. I'm talking about finasteride. That, yeah, that's the hair shit, ain't it? Wait, a, I'm confused. Oh, what? Yeah. About what? Josh, you've definitely been privy to those <laughs> You definitely, so like, yeah, because you keep asking about that asteroid. We're like, yeah, we be nuts and and your dick don't work no more. Yeah. Yeah. He said okay. it did stop working. Remember? No. And that's, what, that's that why is, I no longer take it. Yeah, that's why yeah, I no longer take crazy. it. That's crazy. I missed, I, I don't remember that part. Damn. Wow. Word? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, ED yeah. for taking finasteride? We yeah, had and this conversation like 17 times, bro. Yeah, and just and just to, because I know people who are longtime listeners don't get, have heard this shit again like seventeen <laughs> times. But real rehab, so like it's apparently very rare, and apparently usually um, temporary. But there are reports of people that like take it and like it just you you never get back to full form. So That's like crazy. I'm taking My this dick shit. Still works. Yeah, I'm taking this shit, and I'm getting I'm fucking panicking because I'm like, is the shit never gonna stop? You know, being yeah. what it is. So like obviously I'm in a fucking group chat with my fucking sister the nurse and she's like, first of all, calm the fuck down. Like, go talk to your doctor. Maybe there's adjustments that can be made, blah, 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 mm. all this stuff. Anyway, so I'm like, okay, you make me feel better. Um yes. A B, I'm sorry. But I ultimately just stopped taking I ultimately just stopped taking it. I ultimately just mm. stopped taking it. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the that's the level of like trust it is. Like, yeah. are we talking about when I'm 14? You know, like I think I mean 14 might not be the age for that. It depends. Yeah. It depends on the child, but I think I mean based on you 
what you told me about where you were, 14 does seem like a reasonable time to have the, the cunnilingus conversation or the female pleasure conversation with your son. Maybe not you and your mother specifically based on kind of the things you've expressed about the nature of that relationship, but would, a person in general, yes. I would wager that a person in general, like a teenager in general, male, female, anywhere along the spectrum would be weirded out by that conversation with any adult I, in their life. I, I agree, but I think that part of that, I, I think part of that is because of the way we socialize the child in the first place. Like it's going to be coming way the fuck out of left field as opposed to having been a conversation with the way, you know what I'm saying? Because nigg niggas be raising kids in nudist colonies, dog. And them yeah. kids turn out fine. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, yeah, if your mom came out so, of nowhere going, hey, do you eat pussy? Obviously, uh, okay. that's going to be weird. But okay. if you're raised by a mom who's like, hey, look, this is this is reality. Your sisters have vaginas, da 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 And they're honest with you from day one. A pussy-eating conversation at 14 is not yeah, going to so, be strange. And perhaps it shouldn't be. So here's my that, – that was that was ultimately what I was trying Niggas to get into. Niggas don't even know about tampons at 15. That's crazy. Yeah, like, because we got semi-sidetracked about it. I think there's okay. things that aren't inherently sexual that we sexualize. For example, nudity isn't inherently sexual. Sure. And we sexualize it. But when we're yeah, talking yeah. about having sex, we're talking about sex. And I don't necessarily think that I want to get into a conversation where, like, we're having – a who's fucking nutting conversation I, as I, opposed I'm to like you being yeah, that, and now you and I, I'm not that's why I, about that, but yeah. that's why i think your your last point when you clarify it for me was pertinent like why thank do you we for calling it a that, clarification like, i'm not flip-flopping dog yeah you you, you clarify <laughs> um i think that that was a good conversation <laughs> to have like why do we why do we not want to have a sex conversation and i think taking it from there it gets a lot more complicated so to, to follow up from that point when i say i think that it doesn't seem unreasonable for a person to want to raise their child to be a good sexual partner. I don't think that that's wild because you want to raise your child to be a good partner in general. And sex is part of that. Obviously there's going to be a very clear line in the sand where it starts to turn into weird incesty too close type shit. But I don't think that that's wild at all. I think it comes across as wild because we think of it as completely taboo and people don't talk to their kids about anything for like 15 straight years then all of a sudden have this fucking conversation about their bodies despite the fact that they've never had that any kind of conversation okay. like that with their parents. But I get what you're saying, but here, here's, my, here's my one caveat. Yeah. There are a lot of people in a lot of high schools across the country that are mm -hmm. taking in their junior, senior year a calculus class and their parents cannot do that. There are mathematicians okay. that have parents that can't even fucking do basic algebra anymore. Okay. Like, but they, their parents probably instilled upon them shit like a work ethic, like study habits, that sure. kind of stuff like that to allow them to be successful in that situation, which is why I don't think you necessarily have to have the explicit conversation on how to do that. As long as you understand that, like, that's a part of what that is. So like to be a mathematician, my parents don't Requires. have to teach me calculus. They yes. can teach me study habits. They can teach me work ethic. They can keep me in school. They can put me in tutorials. They can put me in the right situation. So I think you can set your kids up for success sexually and being a good sexual fulfilling partner without having an explicit conversation about that. The yeah. reason that I disagree is that I, what I think is missing in your analogy is that we have mm -hmm. high-level mathematics courses that teach people end-to-end -end how to be mathematicians. We don't have that for, for sex at all. Experience. <clears throat> sure. But then we go back to experience and we go, the way our society is set up for socialization, we already know doesn't work. Like, you're having a conversation about math mathematicians. We have successful mathematicians. We're pretty happy with the way mathematics works. Most women aren't out here nutting. So society, falling back on society makes no sense because we know as a matter of inarguable fact that it doesn't yeah. work. 
But I think, I, and, I, and I agree with that, but I think that the, the control for that situation is that as we move via other mechanisms to a less patriarchal society, very little by little, that women can hold men more accountable individually for their sexual pleasure. And that's how you fix it. Okay. I think so, it's so weird. I think it's weird to put the onus on women, but I think that at some point, like it has to, or something. Or there's no I'm, other I'm, way so, I'm it. sorry, ladies. Yeah, like I'm. I'm sorry, ladies. Like I know that most men don't fulfill you, but you got to hold us accountable. Yeah, and then, but you also and, have and, to be and, willing. And, and some, oh yeah, go ahead. The, actually, you're right. That's exactly what I was gonna say. What, Josh? What were you gonna say? I think you have to be willing to teach somebody, but yep. also you have to know your own body to know how to, you have to know your own that body too. to yep. know what makes, I, turns you on because everybody's, everybody's not the, the it same. It starts in the home. It starts in the home though. It starts in the home. Teaching your daughter, yo, your pleasure fucking matters. Don't fake a nut for these niggas. And you might not say it so directly as that, but yeah. you might say in every aspect of your, you might say it vague and high level in every aspect of your relationship. You, yes, you should show up to be a good partner, but you should not ever hesitate to express directly and clearly what you want in every, and I mean every aspect of a relationship. That's raising. Uh, ha hoping that it happens at the societal level is wild to me. No, raising no. sons so to be better lovers and daughters to be more, uh, I guess, demanding makes sense like i can't wait no, for society to do it what alvin was but arguing you, against exactly it feels like exactly it, but no like what you just said what you just said is actually what i advocated for okay high level high level hold these niggas accountable kind of shit just like for your son right and that extends you, you, to sexuality yeah you should okay. you should be involved in the pleasure and and value and prioritize the pleasure of everybody involved in your sex act i think that's a fine level what we started this conversation on was mothers teaching their son how to eat pussy i think that is weird but i don't think what you just i think what you just said encapsulates what i think it should be perfect no but no i'm, I'm sticking about what i said i mean I, obviously that specifically is an exaggeration like i'm he's not going i'm not i'm not telling the mom to be like okay son get on your knees like that's obviously insane but i am saying <laughs> you might need to get more specific than the high level because I think that your your argument that men are socialized in such a way that they just don't give a fuck about female pleasure at all, I think that that's something, but I don't think that explains the large majority of it. I think that there are so many levels of socialization that men think that what they're doing works. They're th they think that what they are that they 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 literally think they're trying. And they're not coming across the information. They're not coming into contact with people who have that. They're learning from the wrong sources. They're learning that sex, what sex looks like from the wrong places. And even if they are coming in with all the right principles of joy, especially if they're with a partner who was raised by a different person, by the way, that's the other thing that you have to take into account. I don't raise my children and the people they're going to be in relationships with. So I can raise my son one way, and he still might very well be with a woman who is going to have trouble expressing her needs. So he needs to, I need to raise him to some extent to preemptively ask for them, right? If there's a situation like that and she's not expressing those needs and he's not expressing and he's going, well, in porn, they do it this way. And my homeboy said this and I never got any plaints from previous girls. Where are we expecting his high it, level, you know, thing to translate into clitoral stimulation? I think there's, there's you need a little bit more something. And this there. is a question. And this is a question for both of you. Because I, because I think that, I think that you're on to something there. But my only clarifying question would be, how many men do you think are like 100% given their all and just can't satisfy a woman versus the number of men who probably could try a little bit harder, maybe still fail because we, we legitimately as okay. a, as a, as a, as a male kind of set probably don't know a lot. We probably are missing a lot of the keys to that fucking lock. Just being honest. 
And I agree I, with you on that particular aspect. But how many of the men are just getting their nut off, doing what they got to do and just saying, you know, I don't care about the other party or parties involved and just using this like, oh, nobody showed me as like a, a, a means of skirting accountability. I think that's a specific thing that we need to like consider as well. And I think that happens a little bit more than maybe you may be I'm addressing thinking, with that specific thought. Okay. If I'm trying to answer the question, I would say, I, I would want clarification on what you mean by giving your all. Um, because I think that that seems like too extreme of a binary. Um, cause I've never given my all is I got shit to do. I've never given my all. You ain't like never I've gave never you all up. when you was Damn, in the coochie. You ain't never gave no, your all. Never, that's never, 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 never all when you was in the coochie. Never in my life. Never in my life. Because, but, but see, man, your soul ain't never left your body. Your soul ain't never left your body, my nigga. No. Come on, nope. buddy. No, man, man, see, like you I'm, ain't say, I'm saving that for the one. I'm saving up. I'm nah, saving my- No, no. <laughs> Yo, cause, cause- look, look, this nigga Eddie ain't got no right to talk about this subject no more. This nigga so ain't never busting nuts so hard with his soul left his body, folks. He ain't got no right to talk about none of this shit. Oh, definitely not. No, no, no. Ain't, ain't nobody sledding me out like that. Ain't nobody ever made me nut that crazy. Um, but no, I just feel like you're not gonna have me. <laughs> what did you do to me? You, I ain't never had nobody have me like that. Fuck that. Um, no, no, no. But I. When I think of giving my all, what I think of is, and this is because my brain just works in those extremes, I'm thinking about how I would fuck somebody if my life depended on it. it that's a totally different sexual experience <laughs> than any sex I've ever had in my life. If I'm fucking somebody like I like my life depends on it, I'm trying to make them nut 12 times in a row and I'm not having an orgasm at all. It, it, it wouldn't even be enjoyable. So that's what I'm thinking of when I think of my all. I've never done that, never going to do that. Well... Yeah, never gonna do that. Why is that? What see, see, but that's like that's like your, that's like your own mental trap. Like, why why did you take it that to that place? Because I, I guarantee, and I don't want to talk to Alvin, but it seems like we wasn't thinking about it like I that. Knew when I, we like that John. <laughs> I, I, I know, I know you, I know you weren't, but I think it requires clarification because I think even, I think it's too high of a bar. Because and yep. now we're getting so distracted from what the original conversation was. What I was trying to get at is. If your question is how many men don't care at all versus how many men are trying a decent amount but failing due to ignorance, I think that's a better question. I think giving your all implies yeah. like how many men are like trying, like going super hard. And I'm like, nobody's doing that. I don't even, I don't think women are doing that. That's my point. Because I don't think you have to give 110% as a man actually to be a good lover. I think that a good amount of knowledge and a good amount of effort is probably going to do pretty well. I would say I'm giving 110% like. I know it. I know it. I know time. it. Okay. Like thirty yeah. percent of the time, and I'm not saying that, and, and, and you know, not saying I'm some kind of sexual dynamo or some shit like that. But no, like, we know it. I think we I'm, know it. I'm giving. I'm giving my one hundred and ten percent. Okay. I'm giving my one hundred and ten percent. Um, at least okay. like at least thirty percent of the time, just because like, or I feel like if you're giving decent effort and like they know what you're like, what your de- mm. what your effort is, what your one hundred and ten percent is, then True. sometimes you can give you can give seventy percent and it's not a problem. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, so it's like, you can, you can, you can oscillate. Like, I don't, I don't have to do 110% every single time I can, you know, you've seen my 110%. He's giving me that 30, 40% of the time. So sometimes he gives me 70% and I'm like, okay, cool. See, the way I operate is more like like minimum viable penis. That's kind of how I approach it. Not giving 110% some of the time. It's just like, cool. I'm trying to make you nut every time. Well, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm doing this and you're doing like Oh, excuse me. I was, no, no. I was too low. You're doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's more like it's more like here's a line in the sand that I'll never dip below. And so it's not like cool. I'm gonna make sure I hit 110 percent, 100 percent of the time. It's going. I'm never mm-hmm. gonna dip below 85. Yeah. 
And so I sometimes like I might go yeah. up, but I'll never yeah. go below 85. Yeah. So I'm like, cool, you're nutting every time. Sometimes you'll nut more than once, but I'll never, I'll never finish a, uh, or obviously some, sometimes that won't happen, but I'll generally speaking aim to never end the session where I've come and you haven't. And that'll be the bare minimum. Yeah, we might do more than that, but I'm tired. I'm tired sometimes. I'm not finna sit yeah. up here trying to give 110%. You nutted once off the hands. Maybe I'm tired. Maybe I go to bed. Maybe we don't even fuck. But I'm I'm not trying to give 110%, 30% of the time. That's wild. But I would just Especially like to make a quick distinction. Yeah. Fellas, fellas, giving 110% do not mean just fucking the dog shit out of a woman like hard and fast okay that's, that's not what we're talking exact, about oh, exact, that's the exact opposite but i think a lot of a lot of dudes out there think because like, that's what they see in porn Absolutely. it's just like it's like they see like a lot of these just hate fucking women y'all hey y'all not listening to a real nigga right now i'm saying that's a, what you just said is something that i think is appropriate for a parent to say to their teenage child that's exactly. I would say I would one hundred percent say some shit like that to my teenage children. I mean, that's absolutely. That's all I'm saying. But that's I think Alvin point. was took it. I think y'all's you and Alvin's conversations made I'm it seem like I'm not saying your um, goddamn son need to be eating your pussy like Jesus. I mean, it's but not I think about that, but said. it's just like giving too much graphic detail, going a little bit too far in depth. I think that's kind of where it seemed like where you might have been kind of coming from a little I mean, bit in that conversation. What you said was relatively graphic. Yeah, but like it's certain things that reach a line of like specificity, speciality. Damn it, I can't talk about you niggas. Why is it? Anemone, specific, specific, anemone. Special femininity. Yeah, that's what we got. Specificity. But anyway, now you stuck that landing on the last one though. Actually, see, I can talk, man. It's just like I know you. I know you can, brother. We all know you can. Every yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, bro, I just think like it was certain moments where it, you, you, you seem like you were coming from a place of being very specific. And then by in Maybe. regards to being a parent, that's just weird. Like that would actually turn me off. Like I, I, I would not want to have a conversation, but just keeping on the general guidelines of like, yeah, son. Okay. Yeah. You want to, you want to, you want to give it to a good, but not as good as she's, but not more than what she's actually asking for. Like you do not. Giving good dick do not mean just fucking the dog shit and hate fucking a woman like you see on porn sites mm. 100% of the time. That I is not giving good dick. Super graphic and specific and, and good advice. That was, no, that was not as graphic as what you were saying. Okay, well, okay, okay, okay. So maybe maybe let's talk specifics. And then I actually want to get back to your question because I think it was real good if we got sidetracked. But what but did I'll, I say that's you wild? Into, okay, before sorry. we get into that, before we get into that, I do want to say that like I think the most relevant point that you brought up just well, you bring up relevant points all the time, but just in that particular segment was like, why? Why do I think that's? Why do I think that's wild? Why do I think the graphic nature of describing that is wild? And I do okay. think that goes into into some level of socialization and all that kind of shit. So I do think that was a, that was a super valid point once you clarified it. But like, I think bro, so. You were like, I, you were like, I, I just want to touch on it real quick because I, I feel like we were getting into a space where I, I think it could have become un, un, an uncomfortable conversation. So I won't speak specifically, but it felt like as I was digging into it, your answer was something like, "I'm uncomfortable because I'm uncomfortable," and I'm happy to leave it at that. But I feel like that is maybe part of my point or something that it seems worth acknowledging. Which, which, which is why I ultimately think that it's a good, it was a good, conver it was a good conversation point and a good point to bring up. Yeah. 
but you you were gonna you were gonna say that the the, the point where I crossed the line, like where what, like which thing did I say that I think a parent should say that you, you think you start you started the say? conversation you started the conversation about like whether or not mothers should talk to their sons about eating pussy. Like I, think I mean, totally like that was I think that's totally reasonable. I think, <laughs> I think that's totally fucking reasonable. I think it's totally reasonable for if the child is comfortable because that's the, again it's not coming out of fucking left field out of nowhere. If because that's the bro. If, okay. Oh, if I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anatomical model and was like, "Hey, look, here are some ways that you can deliver oral pleasure." If they have that relationship to where it makes sense, I don't think that's hella wild. Especially if he's looking for it. Now, if she says just more specifically, "Hey, look, yeah, that's okay. something that you should be willing to do for your partner. It's not gay to eat. It's not gay to eat pussy. It's not degrading to eat pussy. That's the thing that you can do." I think that's a reasonable starting point. And if the son says, "Well," I see Which videos, was a thing in my lifetime, by the way, for the for the yeah. audience. That 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 was a talking point. I so like yeah. it was, it was a lot pussy. of people. That it was gay to yeah, eat like, that it was masculine. That it was, it was, it was oh, not yeah. masculine. Dmx has that, songs where he says that. Yeah. Dmx has songs where he says that y'all niggas eat, eat off the plate all y'all want, but not D. Like, mm -hmm. and if a know, mother like, or a father says to their child, "Hey, look, no." Yep. Damn. Not only is that not gay, it's it's if you're comfortable. Again, I'm not pressuring you to do it, but if that's something that you want to do, that's a positive thing to do with your female partner. If you like women, and you can say you that to your daughter too. Pussy. Well, and if you like I, niggas, I, you better be sucking dick. Yeah, I mean, I I, I no. think see, I would soften see, it. See, I would think I would soften <laughs> it. Yeah, I think I would soften it a little bit, but something like that. If you want to, you know what I'm saying? If you want to, don't let anybody tell you that this makes you less of a person to deliver pleasure to your partner. That's a good thing. And then if they say, well, mom, well, dad, I don't really know. I mean, because I, I've, I've had I've had niggas ask me about not not a lot, but I've just had a couple of times where a younger man <laughs> asked me about pussy eating and shit like that. And they and the shit that they were saying was wild. Like they had no concept of what it even fucking was. Like they were like, well, yeah, I mean, Eddie she doesn't. <laughs> Lothario Eddie Overgold was not like, even, these niggas, not even. These not niggas even, knew that I even. was that I was fucking Cyrano Bergerac around here, so I'm, they came I'm, to me. I'm, I'm, to ask me how to please these name. women. Anybody listening? I am not good in bed. I have bad core strength. I'm good at talking. I'm good with the linguistics, you know? Yeah, yeah, I'm good with the linguistics. Absolutely, baby. I roll my R's, goddamn. I roll my R's. My name back was on that coochie shit. But, but, shit, I love eating pistachios, you know what I'm saying? Knock them open. But I feel like he said something along the lines of, you know, I, I'm kind of kissing her on her vagina, but I don't know that it's doing much. And it doesn't seem like, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like a foreplay thing. And I'm like, oh, your entire conceptual framework for what the fuck interacting with a pussy with your mouth is, is totally fucking wrong. Like you can deliver extreme, like probably better than what you're doing with your dick. And you think it's like a kiss. It's like, nah, my nigga. And we had a conversation about that. And I'm like, I don't think it would have been a wild conversation for him to have had that with his mother or his father. Um, that's that I, I don't i'm not saying you jump in to with your yeah. son that you've never talked to and show him a model of a pussy and how to eat it yeah 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 but i think that there's a way that you get there that totally fucking makes sense and i'm sticking by that i, I realize yeah, it was it, an extreme stance but i'm staying by it and that's what i and that's what i actually ultimately was saying a little bit earlier i can see definitely see how a conversation that gets that deep mm -hmm. even in even into some specifics i can see how that even happens if you have that yeah. relationship that rapport with your mother, your father, your whatever. So I can I, I I agree with you on that. When you break it all the way down, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah absolutely. And when you when you when you when you soften the stance ever so slightly, because you you did you you held I really firm. Didn't soften it. I specified you, you, you it. Clarified. Held, you held you held firm, so it was like you went from like um a one hundred to a ninety nine point five. And I think when you go down to that ninety nine point five, I see what you're saying. I don't and think that I'll, 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 I'll leave it at I see what you're saying. <laughs> okay, yeah. you're saying. I ain't mad at you. I don't agree, but I ain't mad at you. Yeah, I don't even know that I necessarily softened it. I think I provided context because I think what I said had no context for it. And so it made it seem like I'm saying you should jump into it with nothing. But I would agree it's part of a, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, it, like if I said, yo, you should eat a girl's pussy, obviously the context of that is you should probably know her name. You know what I mean? But y'all are, it, it seemed like I was saying you Man. should just, Bite a bitch by the by the pussy out of nowhere. Should you? I, well, I mean, I tend to. It's happened, I man. To personally, I, know, I ain't never ate nobody pussy. I ain't, I ain't you know? never ate nobody pussy. I ain't know their name. I mean, maybe, maybe not their last name, but I've never ate nobody pussy. I ain't know their name at all. I just knew her stage name. Right, right. She told her name was Siren. I, I just, True. I just that. Oh man, I would date the fuck out of a Siren, bro. That's so. That's so. I'm mad how accurate that is. I'm mad how accurate that is, dog. <laughs> like. Because I've low-key dated girls that have them type of weird, like somewhere between a stripper and a non-binary girl, like kind of weird-ass name. Like they call it tree bark or like, you know, apple stem or some d- dumb shit like that. 100%. Flower, fl- like feather, that type of shit. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Siren. That's good. Oh, if there's anybody shit. named Siren, Yo, please hop in my DMs. If anybody listen to this, that's a, that's a hot, that's a sexy-ass name. <laughs> low-key, for real. I think real. flower. <laughs> 100%. 100%. Um, oh, but to answer dear. your question about how many men I think are trying but don't know or have the wrong framework versus how many literally just don't give a fuck, I think it's maybe 25% of men max who just don't care. Max. I think, mo- I think most men, I think the overwhelming majority of men care. I think maybe the framework for their care is based more on their own performance in a way, and I yeah. think that's a problem. But I think even that is a valid form of caring that is like a hop, skip, and a jump away from actually caring about their partner getting off and, and, and bringing joy to their partner. So I'd say, I'd say 75% of, of men, at least, are trying but just not trying in the right way. And I'm including myself there. Like, I'm, I, I know I'm talking like I'm goddamn pussy expert. I'm not. I'm, there's so much shit that I'm not good at, don't know how to do yet, and I'm still learning. But I think I'm at the very least committed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Right, you know what right, 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 right. Exactly. Nigga, there's you know there's so much shit I don't know how to do, but yeah, I'm actively yeah, learning. Yeah. I would love to engage. You know? gotta pedal that hole backwards like a fixer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like keep the expectations down here. You know what I'm saying? So I get, I, I, I give her half a nut, and she like that was pretty good. You know, you don't have a micro penis at all, Eddie. What the heck? Oh, it's I just a regular one. Oh, small. Yeah, exactly. I thought that was small. I don't know. Is that not the regular oh, one? Wow. <laughs> expectations exceeded any over gold absolutely by at least a couple of centimeters jesus christ that's pretty good yeah it's the bars on the floor you can't you can't trip over it when you jump man you know absolutely absolutely yeah real quick i just remember when alvin said like when he brought up how crazy it was for like dudes to eat pussy back in the day yeah like when I first started having sex, like that shit was tabooed in a motherfucker. It was big taboo, bro. Mm. Super taboo. Rappers was had mm. rappers had a vendetta against Wayne was the first person Wayne was the first rapper I remember to be like, Yeah, I do that. And he was just like yeah. big yeah. enough to like <laughs> change the culture. Yeah. Which is <laughs> change the game. Yeah. To be and, and bro, little Wayne was raising. He raised a generation of people, and he got he really explicit with a bunch of teenage boys and changed the fucking culture. Like, man, look, I remember the that. first time little Wayne I was did our it. mother. 
first time I did that, man, like I remember like being nervous because I wanted to do, I genuinely wanted to do it. Cause I'm, I'm yeah. just, I, I'm just, you know, I'm just a little freaky little boy. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. It's nice, man. It's so it, nice. It is. It's, yeah. It's like it I don't is. know. It's like eating escargot or some shit. It's nice. I don't know. It's it seems classy. Man, you know look, what I mean? Man, look, bruh. I remember. Like God oysters. damn. Like I'm really about to do this, man. The homies yeah. might not fuck with me after this. Like, yeah, <laughs> but I don't care. I'm a little slut. I'm a little mouth slut. I'm gonna put my. T- yeah. She can put her pussy in my mouth. <laughs> Drop that clip in my throat. Shit, fuck it. Right, try, try that clip in my throat. Shit, girl. <laughs> I want that sugar <laughs> on my tongue. Yes. Forgot all about that song. Yeah. That's oh, my fucking... God. Down South Classic, bro. So you so so how did that first experience go? Oh, man, it went fantastic. It's, it's great. It's fucking Yeah, great. man. Like, when, you, when you get the taste of pussy on your, on your tongue, you know, like, if it's, you know, God willing, she you know she's a clean yeah. you know a clean yeah. one you know she keep it you know she keep I've it never tasted a pussy that was like you know I mean they all taste like pussy obviously but it didn't t- it never tastes which is not dissimilar I mean texture wise it really is quite similar to oysters yeah texture um, of course it's just skin yeah, yeah you're, you're it's you're not right. just skin That's it's a, a very specific type of skin it's a very it's a very similar consistency to oysters yeah um, which is and I, why love I think they. Yeah, like the whole like forces are aphrodisiac thing. I think that's where it comes from. Oh no, see that makes sense. That makes sense. It's like mm-hmm. eating a banana or something like that, um, or yeah, maybe like smell like oysters. Like... I mean, it's gonna smell a little bit, a little bit briny. I think that's pretty normal. See, okay, so you got different. I don't know, bro. Like you got some women who actually have like kind of like a water. There's there's no real scent, but when you taste like, of course, like pussy is pussy. Mm-hmm. Like it's skin. You know what I mean? But you got like women. You got women who have like that. That that water, and then you have women who have like that water, but it's still pussy, and that's very pleasant. Mm. And then you have just pussy, raw pussy, which is still pleasant, you know, because that's you smell it. Like, mm, okay, pussy, you smell the pussy. But there's a layer, and beyond then that. you have that, and then it kind of devolves from down there when you have like the kind of might be a little bit more odorous, might be a bad time of the yeah. month, it might not. Well, well, it's a natural ecosystem. I don't mind. Man, I don't, don't mind tasting pennies though. I don't mind a little bit of Based a little bit pennies? of heavy pennies, pennies, a little bit of heavy oh, little okay. action. You know what I'm saying? During that time oh, of the okay. month, that's you know, it's, yeah, it's yeah, iron yeah. rich. Exactly, it's good. I, I'm a, I'm anemic. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's something. It does sometimes help. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Get the the vitamin B12. You get that? You like that? Uh, what, what they call it? What they call it? Um, that velvet cake. Yeah, yeah. You like yeah, that velvet you know cake? It? Yeah, oh, you wow. Yeah, you a vampire? Yeah, shit. Blade in this bitch, baby. Baby, Wesley Snipes, Marshall Ali. You know, all day. You know what I'm saying? Edward Cullen, you know, that's what we're doing out here. That's what we're doing out here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Just keep it on. It's safe for Eddie. Nick Baratu, goddamn. Come on. It's safe for Eddie. He get to match the STD test beforehand. So, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. That's 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 my feeling. But, yeah, we're going to need to close this out, actually. Any closing thoughts? No, it's been long enough. Yeah, y'all, y'all. So y'all, so so it's a it's a no for y'all on eating blood pussy. Oh, I've done it before, but I stay on the clip. Like I don't, I don't like deviate any further. It depends. It depends because it depends how like how how pulpy it is. You know what I'm saying? So if it's relatively low pulp, I don't mind. I don't mind getting my tongue in in inside the actual vagina and stuff like that. I don't mind having a little yeah. swallowing a bit of blood. Um, pulp is a little bit wild. Um, oh, and then I might focus on the clip. Yeah, y'all swap. Okay, I, I, Alvin, you you shook your head. Yay. Do I swallow pussy agreement. juice? Was that gonna be the question? Oh no, nah, nigga, that that no. Nah. I okay, okay. swallow pussy juice. Yeah, I mean, okay, you okay. Just so we just so we know what type of podcast. Just so we know what type of podcast this is. <laughs> but but no. Nah. God damn like, question my thug like that. Though, no, thank you. When she squirt though. 
I've never, I've never, I've never. Hey, I'm, I, don't, I don't have it like you. I've never had anybody squirt. So I don't, I don't have it like that either per se. But you know, okay. they got toys out here that them. <laughs> nigga, I'm trying to yeah, tell I you, I drank from the fountain uh, before. Alvin? Okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, desegregated this whole. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. How about you, Alvin? Yeah, never had it happen before. Um, so look on on that note. Um, if you see your son. Uh, not going down on women enough. Not uh, not prioritizing the pleasure of his female partners. You might be seeing a red flag, and, unless unless he doesn't like women, in which case, you know, obviously, then he can do whatever he likes because there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and then also, if um, you know, if <laughs> we got to be inclusive, we got to be inclusive. You know what I'm saying? And if you're a podcast host that's uh, putting forward her- heteronormative models of, of of sexuality, you might be the one that's waving a red flag in this bitch. Uh, this has been Waving the Red Flag Podcast. It's been Eddie, Alvin, Josh. We'll see y'all next week. Uh, join us on Patreon before every episode for to, to you know converse with us on live. Let us know what you think in the comments uh, about everything that we said today about, you know, should we be talking to our kids about this type of shit? Like and subscribe. We'll see y'all next week. Peace, peace. Uh, another banger of an episode, ladies and gentlemen. It's a red flag.